Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. All right, we roll into hour number three, Barton Han, Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN. 800-919-3776, the number. So get the calls stacked, racked, and ready to go as we'll go full buffet here in the final hour. Um, getting back into, of course, the Knicks conversation is they will play the Pistons tonight, then the Pelicans tomorrow night. 25 games to go, everybody. Heading downhill, March at the end of the week. Think about that. I mean, you know it's getting real when we got spring training baseball going on during the day. And so the playoff talk will start to pick up little by little as you watch the scoreboards each night and keep an eye on the standings. And just if you're the Knicks, stay in the top four. Best as you can, stay in the top four. Uh, That's what matters the most. Anyways, it is hour number three. It's Barton Hunt, and I'm back, baby. What's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 gong me, hour, 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 still hour, hour, hour. Get my cardio, baby. I like it. Down to two thirty-two, baby. Nice. Get ready for the beach. That was an impressive run. Um, so the gong guy was very concerned when he heard about what Ty Butler did to his gong last week. And he wanted to know what's wrong with the gong. Got real upset. Cause you remember, he's the one who donated it to the show. And so then he heard he, this is what he sent to me after audio files finished and Ray Dinahan had the perfect, just the perfect touch. He said, I was so relieved when I heard the perfect sound that it made. I was already on eBay looking for a new one. Should we have broken the gong just so we can get a new one? What do you think? I want to read. Should we get a should we get a life size gong like like oh, I'm the thinking one that they like, have on Kung Fu Panda? Well, I, I'm that's what I want to like know. The one where like, we have it like a five foot stick. I feel like yes. I feel like that if and when we ever get back to being a simulcast show, and it's back on video. We need to have like a big wall gong, like one that really sounds like like it just like where it shakes the room when you hit it. Yeah, like it crashes. Yeah, you sound like Beavis and Butthead doing that. <laughs> but but I'm thinking we need to get one of those. But we have to, I guess, wait till we are eventually on a uh, simulcast. All right. So, anyways, before we get into the, the, the Knicks stuff just quickly, though, because we, we haven't... I can't believe I didn't bring this up with you. That Cam Newton fight. Did you see that? I just did. So Cam Newton is at a... He, he's you've, at, you've, Cam, yeah, he, does a, he, he does a lot of those. He it's a seven-on-seven seven thing yeah. that he's helped put together. Right? It's, just, it's a youth event. This is the part that really pisses you off. Adults. Right? They're in Atlanta. And he's, of course, you can tell him in the crowd because he's got his hat on, the man in the yellow hat, right? Like, it's just, it's hilarious. He's got this big hat that he always wears. Um, but he's, like, at some, I guess there's, it's called the Wee Ball Sports Dynasty U 7v7 tournament. Mm-hmm. And um, he's at the top of his steps of something, and there's, uh, like, there's, you know, those tents set up and whatever. And I th- he might have been just walking around doing interviews. Yeah, I don't know why people be trying Cam like that. He's got There was a guy with a arguing with him. Yeah, there was a guy arguing with him at the top of the step. And then as he's arguing back with whoever was yelling something at him, 
some guy came out of nowhere and just like sucker punches him on the side of the head. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of people just jump in. Now you would it was like six guys that tried to jump him. And you would think, oh well, he must have went down. He must no. Guy didn't budge. They all walked as a cluster back to this fence line. It was three people. And then a, and then a, 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 a police came in and, and broke it up. But here's the deal, though. Like, I need I need to see you because now you really like all three of y'all. But I need to see y'all like for real. Like, I need to I need to I need to punch a face in. Like, because <laughs> I need you to know there's levels to me being six five two forty and working out every day, and you over there thinking that you know. See, I hate because guys like that get off the hook. Yeah. Yo, we try to jump them. Like, it didn't work out. But they ain't get what they – see, what needs to happen, people like that, when they try people like us, is for people to allow what happened to the dude that ran up on Dave Chappelle on, on the damn mm-hmm. – on, on, on the uh, stage. Right. I don't know if you saw what his his hand oh, was no. – his arm was backwards. That. His yeah. face was – like, you, you need to go ahead and take – no, no, let him – cop, let him go. Yeah. That's no, all right. Let two of them go. I'll take well, two of y'all at the end right of the now. video, you can because there's See, Cam should have punched. He never punched because no, he wanted to get smart. Sued. Nah, that's you can right. Tell he, see me, I'm not that smart. But he said to, he says when it's over and like they separate people and now everybody's backing off, he starts walking towards the same group and he's like, "Where's the old man? I got something for you," <laughs> which is kind of funny. Like, but it's like it's like it's like like you just try to. You just I think people forget ju- though you, you they got don't realize by three rabbits. Like Cam Newton was an MVP in the league for a reason, and ran people over, and, and not only ran people over. Like this was a guy that would that call himself Superman, yeah, because he would get. Like you're understanding that this is somebody that was used to being pursued by multiple angry people bigger than you, yeah, and stronger than you. And you think he's phased by you coming at him? He's like, man, all right, two steps and I'm the other way. Like, bro, like, I can is, avoid people like you. Like this is like this is like me playing in, in, in one of my high school games, but. I'm actually grown now. I can't like that was like watching that video. There was a lot of questions I had. One of them had like, w- what sparked this at a youth event? Let's start there. But and, and you know, look, Cam, like like people Cam's be talking a, like nice the, the kids was talking stuff about it. Like and, and how disrespectful oh, that, that you had a, that you had a camp. You talking to a former MVP? He's sitting there giving y'all knowledge. And these kids well, you don't know what are so be. ungrateful. No, oh, no, no. The, that that moment you're talking about, not not the yeah, argument. Yeah, that's a yeah. whole other one. Yeah, those kids. Well, those kids—they don't know who he is. Kids are different now; they don't really have that same respect Bruh, towards athletes. All, all I have to hear is Heisman and, and NFL MVP and MVP. Yeah, I think that's he, all he I have. Had a successful career. <laughs> what do you mean? Does daddy know who he is? Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes that is the influence. The father who who said, "Well, you didn't win a championship. Well, you didn't do this. You didn't do that." But the thing is, they be talking you know cat, like in, in that in that seven oh seven type environment. It lends itself to people talking trash. It's like being at a Rutgers tournament or something like that. People mm-hmm. get out of pocket, and parents be, "Oh, my kid didn't win" or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You suck or something like that. Like, bro, okay, yeah. look who's talking to me. Like, yeah, come on, man. Cam Newton made 150 million dollars, bro. So his team, he has a 15 and under team. They won the championship, right? So they probably, oh, you cheated. That's how I be, man. You think it was about that? It, yeah, it's the only thing it could be about. They don't know him personally. Yeah, well, we don't have all the details yet, but it's one of those things. Like I said, you see it and you just say to yourself, "Like, why do people do this?" But it's I, typical again of, of it's a youth sports event, and it's still the grown men, which is generally the, the dads I, I, I who can't pre- control themselves. I would press charges if you're him. 
Yeah, and what I and what I would go when I talk to the judges, I want to press charges for assault unless we're able to all enter a bare knuckles fist fight. <laughs> you just I want it sanctioned. Let's go bare knuckle fist fight. I'll fight all three of them after one after each other. I want a bare knuckle <laughs> fist fight, and then I'll drop all charges, and I'll beat the break. I want bare knuckle because I don't want no gloves. <laughs> We going bare knuckle, and I'm gonna right. beat the bra- I'm gonna be I'm gonna beat the brakes off your ass. I give two options: you could you could press charges, he could go to court, or press charges, and now he has to meet you. Bare we'll knuckle fight. It. We'll make it sanctioned. We'll do it for we'll do it. We'll raise money for the um. We'll raise money for the camps. Mm-hmm. Right. Bare, bare knuckle. Let's let, let's get it. People want to pay. People are gonna come pay to watch me beat your ass. Yeah. Like like that that that's what you're saying. Yes. I, I, Listen, please. and and look, the guy who was arguing with him could say, "I don't know that dude was gonna sucker punch you." I didn't know he was gonna do. like. Don't blame me. No, no. Bear, the guy no, who threw knuckle. the the no, guy no. who threw the sucker punch is the one. But after he threw the sucker punch, they all ran up and tried to try to grab him, get him to the ground. They couldn't get they him to did. the ground. They couldn't like, get him. Bro. You're right. It like hilarious. man, it's like it's like being trying to be tackled by like male cheerleaders, man. If you don't get the hell out of here. Anyways, I just I, I wanted to get your take on that. Um Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Uh Jacques is in Rockland, Jacques. Yes, guys, how you doing today? Thanks for Good. taking my call. What's up? So, um, real quick, um, I want to give a shout out to Cam Newton because um he handled himself very well um in that situation. And I don't know what those those kids were thinking of. This, this grown is a guy man. that's been through this guy has been through training camps and probably broke up fights and everything with within games and training camps. So Dude, I don't know six, what those five, kids were thinking 240. of. These dudes had to be like Five eight five nine. Hmm. Uh, yo, the funniest part: his hat didn't even budge. Didn't even right. move. <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? Hey, bro, bro, y'all lucky my hat didn't hit the ground. My hat grinded out. Oh, Somebody got to die. I would have been a wrap. Bets are off if the hat falls off my head. Right. But real quick, um, on the Knicks and stuff, um, I, 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 you know, I try to be a realist. I, I'm a big time Knicks fan all my life, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the 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 feeling of from New Year's. On until the injuries got way too much, it was it's a great feeling, you know, going what fifteen and two or whatever the case is is good. Right. But you know, reality hit once all these injuries piled up so, so much. Yep. And I'm 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 of the mindset of I can't count like it looks great on paper. We are we are a championship team on paper, you know, pending if. Fibs could, you know, maneuver 10 guys in a, in a, in a rotation. You know, that's, that's, that's yet to be told. I don't think show, they're a cha- i got to be honest with you, though, Jacques. I, it, I don't think mm, – They're not a championship team on paper. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't the, agree with that. The, 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 I think they're, I think they're close they're, – they're closer than they've been in, in a decade. I, I'll right, say that. So, um, but they're not there it's yet. It's finals team. Yeah, right, yeah, let, yeah. Let's say that at least. I could, yes. It's I think team. they're a Final Four team as constructed if – fully healthy and that includes Mitchell Robinson if you give if you give me this roster fully healthy I think they have a very good chance of of I think they could get to the conference finals and then I'd give them a puncher's chance against the Celtics but I wouldn't make them a I wouldn't say they're like they can win a championship because I'm just you know you know speaking speaking more talent Denver is still a better team like like they're still really really good teams uh, absolutely absolutely so so this is why I'm not trying to get so caught up with the paper part because there's so many question marks, especially starting with Julius Randle because yes. of his shoulder injury. And right. there's nothing, there's nothing that these guys are telling me that Julius Randle is going to come come back and he's going to be the same 24-9 no. dude. There's nothing that's telling me no. that because 
they, they're all saying or they're all predicting, like you said before, Alan, um, it's not if, but when he's going to have the surgery. So if that's the case, let's just let's just get get, get this guy started with the surgery as soon as possible, and l- well, let's focus for the on what we have. Him. You lost uh, him for the season. I, th- I, th- I think you, you you play it out if he can play. And now with everybody in the depth and the fact that Achua is where he is, you never know yeah. what's going to happen on the other end. What happens? Great. What happens game, what, his what game happens is if, gone, though, guys. Uh, no, no. His game is gone. He's, he, no, no. he's a bully. So he's, what, he's what, a bully. He can't play his game. He's going to be a spot-up shooter if that's bro. the case. If you want him to be healthy. Bro, what, what, he can't bang down low. What if he, he can't can grab go? rebounds like that. And you know, and you guys, you guys understand pro-level stuff. They're going to attack that shoulder. Why can't why can't he's going to attack that shoulder? Just because he's injured, like Chris Webber played with it and it came out, came out, and he had surgery afterwards. But if he, imagine if, if 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 he's not who he's who he's been, but he's able to give you rebounds, give you fouls, give you give you uh, spacing on the court, and Porzingis goes down, or if something happens to Giannis, that's nah, different. And then now you, you don't know. need him to be that because look what mm-hmm. happened last year, yeah. right? Randall was hurt and that made him compromise. What if other people get hurt? Porzingis is always injured. See, to me, that's the key. Right. Like, like Porzingis, I'll tell you what, and Jack, no, but all the concerns are, are correct. So I have no problem with what you're saying, Jack. But, like, but to to say get the surgery now and just shut him down, you lost him for the year and you don't know the variables. So if you're Randall, look, as I said earlier, Bart, you're Randall, I'm your agent. Yeah. I'm trying to talk you. I'm trying to tell you, listen, I know you want to play, but you got to think about it this way. It's gonna. It could cost you into next season, the rehab. Right? You could. You could. You just like this year. You started late. You started slow because of the ankle surgery. It it could cost you into next season. You have an extension eligible year coming, and you also know that if the team does not reach its potential in the playoffs, they'll blame you. And you like these are all things that are reality. And you know what else? What also opens the door? I'm gonna say it here. Because I'm just foreshadowing possible angles. So the Knicks don't reach their potential in the playoffs. Let's just say, like, even if they get to the conference finals and still lose to the Celtics, they'll fit. This is the the easy thing to say is, well, you know, they just don't have an answer for Porzingis and Randall just, you know, if maybe he was a little stronger and they missed that time and that cost him a, maybe it cost him a seeding because Randall got hurt. And because, the conversation then becomes, what if the Knicks had Carl Anthony Towns, though? Could he match up better with Porzingis? Would that be the answer that they could have for Porzingis? Is that the piece they need to say, now we're better than the Celtics, or now we can beat the Celtics? If you get a Carl Anthony Towns to match up because of size and the skill and all that stuff, can you do that with the current roster? And you know that Minnesota has a big, big decision to make this summer when it comes to their luxury tax situation. We've talked about it a ton on the show. Brian Windhorst has told us about this. Minnesota, Phoenix, Golden State, there's a handful of teams that have big, difficult decisions to make this summer. And the Knicks are just ready to pounce with all their draft picks. And so doesn't that now create that conversation? Well, if that's the case, then I'm damn sure planning from him. Because you know, the longer I play and hold out the surgery, the longer I'm going to be out, the less attractive I look to other people. <laughs> the less attractive you look, but what if you don't play well? I'm talking about in a trade, though. If I'm injured and I don't have a surgery, well, that doesn't and people know sense. i got to have surgery, they nobody's won't have ha- Nobody's going to have that mentality. They're going to Kevin Durant him? Let, let, let me tank here. So No, 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 no. no. I'm saying I'm a plan. I mean, they're going to Kevin Durant me? 
they going they gonna to wait for me to sit out for six months and, and a team like Minnesota is trying to win a championship? Yeah. Well, if you're getting out of – because the, the, that trade is a financial trade. You, that, the, for Minnesota, it is, it is a trade of finances. I have okay. to get out of this $250 million that I'm about to pay this guy. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah A-Rod is trying to save money if you look at his tan. I'm like, yo, bro. Like, what the hell is wrong? He said, I'm Dominican. This is what I fell asleep in the sun. That's what he told. That's what he told us. Like, it's funny, man. Like, you never know. Like, so, like, I have three kids, and like, people's reactions are hilarious. If I I put the, if I put them in the, he's like, he's doing an anti salsa. (laughs) I'm just using face cream. Like, man, sign me salsa, man. Get the hell out of here. You damn near translucent right now. (laughs) Get the hell out of here, man. You looking like powder out here, man. That that was, but 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 the the A Rod thing. The way people reacted was hysterical. (laughs) He was looking like, yo, what the hell? Looked yeah, like that, he was in, but that was striking. Like he was in blackface. Like he was trying to like, <laughs> like somebody put the wrong makeup on him. Like, it yo, was, what the hell? That was like Shannon bit. Sharp looked the other day when he looked like Medea. <laughs> Dave is in Jersey City, Dave. My call is, I'm going to take 10 seconds. Please don't start trying to make Jews ran with a four guy if the Knicks don't succeed in this playoff. He's not the four guy. Kind of oh, I'm not somebody. trying to. I, I'm I'm letting you no, know what the you narrative, know the narrative is going to be. Not, 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 your, not you guys, mm-hmm. but on the station is already happening. You know that's what's going to happen. Like, like David, it's, 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 it's unavoidable. It's sad. Very it sad. Is, it is sad. It, it, it's, but sad. it's the reality that comes with the frustration of a fan base that wants to win and wants to win now and doesn't want to be told that it, it's not going to happen now, that things get in the way and – you know, the reality – look, and, here, and thanks, Dave. Uh, look, the reality is this. Randall could come back and be very effective, and everything could go great. It could get back to January levels, and you could really start to see potential. But you'll always feel like – because, Bart, you said this. If he falls again on it, if he gets hit – the like, if it pops out again, then it's – that just feels like that's what the – once you hear surgery, you know it's not an if, it's a when. And so you're now playing to avoid the surgery for the short term and see if you can get through it. And that's a huge, huge if. And so that's why I say that if something goes wrong, that's generally probably what will be the reason is the shoulder wasn't up to snuff and they lost. And fans are the way they are, especially with him, is they'll point to, well, I got hurt. And then that's when the conversation begins. So that's why I said when I'm the agent, I'm, con- I'm, I'm only concerned about my player. And the agent has to be in his ear saying that. You're a guy, you're a tough guy, you want to play. You want to be there for your team. But we've got to be careful because we know what comes of this if it doesn't work out. We have to be as conservative as possible and make sure this doesn't hurt you uh, um, profile-wise and also literally for next season because there's a he has an extension year coming up and as an agent that matters i'm not i don't think julius is thinking about any of this stuff at all i think all julius randall wants to do is get on the damn court and get back to winning because that felt good in january that's as happy as he has been in a long time in january and so you want to feel that again but you you don't know if he can ever if he can play at that level with a shoulder, and that is where it is. Yeah, I, mean, I was pretty optimistic at first because I thought, well, if yeah. they don't say surgery, he should be fine. But then surgery kept coming back into the conversation, Bart, and that's yeah. when I said, okay, they keep talking about surgery. Yeah, that means it's not an if, concerned. it's a when. 
because I was on the other side. Like, man, it just popped out. You know, yeah. What's wrong with that? Candace Parker popped out. She came right back in. Yeah, but, but it, it did clearly, that. clearly yeah. damaged up on the way out. You know, so are you worry about like, is it his labrum, rotator cut, partial tear? What is it? Right. It's something. Yeah. Well, usually when you pop it out, you doesn't the doesn't well, the, la- the labrum stuff on the tear? Way out. Yeah, because they pop it back in. They can damage stuff on the way in. Right. I tell you what, he probably should do. He probably should go see my friend Dr. J. Shaw. You think so? Yeah, man. Well, where would he go for that part? Well, you go to Dr. J. Shaw, and if he don't know this, he needs to know that he's a double-board certified pain specialist. So if it's hurting, he can hook you up. Don't let your back, neck, joint, or, or nerve pain slow you down from doing all the things that you love, like play basketball. It's time for you to reclaim your active lifestyle. You say, Bart, how do I do that? I told you at the beginning of this is my opening statement. Call Dr. J. Shaw today at SanwellPain.com. Dr. Shaw um, treats joint, neck, back, sciatica, nerve pain. Dr. Shaw also treats migraines and headaches. He's a headache specialist. Procedures involve no cuts, no scars, no incisions, no downtime. Call Dr. J. Shaw and take a non-surgical approach with precise image-guided procedures without any pain medication. Enjoy a pain-free life. Same day or next day appointments are available. Go to soundwellpain.com and put an end to your pain and suffering today. Why wait any longer? Make your appointment with Dr. J. Shaw by going to soundwellpain.com now and regain your active lifestyle and enjoy all your favorite activities pain-free. Soundwell Pain now has three convenient locations in Woodbridge, Livingston, and a brand new office in Inglewood to serve Bergen County. Visit soundwellpain.com. You wish you met Dr. J. Shaw a lot sooner. Most insurances are accepted. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Did you catch any of the NBA action over the weekend? Yeah, absolutely. I watched uh, yesterday. You know, what did you think? What, what did you think? The, the, the Suns Laker game. Are we just going to can we, can we start with um, Jimmy Butler getting choked like a pass dispenser well, and not it, doing it? I thought he was a thug, man. If you're a thug like that, like that just let me know he he, he played he played but he plays the role as a tough guy. A dude grabbed my throat like that with both hands like like Homer Simpson over Bart Simpson. Mm-hmm. Like I got I got to hit you in the eye. Like I'm not just going to sit there and let you pass dispenser my throat like that. Yeah, that was a little strange, but I think he was more or less looking at it like, well, you're about to, like I'm not going to pay a fine. I'm not doing it. Dude's a billionaire. I mean, no state tax. Uh, he's not a billionaire. Just, he, but still, he, it was a, it was a weird thing that happened. It, man, it, it was. Have you like, ever seen somebody grab somebody with two hands around their throat like that? But how about even like the aftermath was Alvarado and and some other dude just start having it, and some guy in the crowd throwing uh, popcorn boxes and stuff. Like what <laughs> the hell? It was the weirdest scene. Yo, these fans are crazy, man. In, All you in do- Miami. And if I'm the dude from Duke, I'm elbowing the hell out of anybody to come close to me when you storm the court. Well, I want to get to that in a moment. But, uh, yeah, here's Jimmy Butler on that whole situation. I put my hand around his neck. He put his hand around my neck. And then it just, you know, it, it took off the way it did. Um, people really – um, So, I'm thinking a lot of your fans really love that term, kind of like don't poke the bear, do you think? Like kind of with this tension and um, the way everything kind of goes down um, – do you think you'll carry a little bit of that tension into the next game? Oh, the next time we play them? Yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, we'll beat them the next time, too. We're just, we're just a better team. Um, I'm not going to say that um, they're not a good team, but I, I don't think this really matters. <laughs> we'll beat them because we're a better team. <laughs> um, that, that, we'll see the Pelicans tomorrow night at the Garden, by the way. Meanwhile, Zion loved it. I, I wasn't tripping about K-Love because he actually protected me on my fall, so... Uh, I just kind of just got up and was walking away, and I think uh, all of a sudden I see Butler uh, kind of lunging towards Najee, so I'm trying to get there like, yo, relax, like, what's going on? I think a minute. Why does he went sound by. like he out of breath? Is he out of breath? All of a sudden. does sound uh, exhausted. Brian and Jose <laughs> kind of getting at it. And yeah. This, it was just... a, lot of, a lot of stuff going on. And, um, but when I watched the film, I was like, okay. You can, like, clearly see how it happened. But, I mean, like I said before, it's hard not to love like that. It's just competitive. It's people competing. Can I get back at a game? People riding for their teammates. Uh, so that's all that is. He sounds like D. Wood, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> D. Like, Wood talks like that. He's breathing like Fat 40. Bastard, man. Why are you breathing like that, son? Um, meanwhile, like, was this right? They, was this, this was they meet again been, in March, just uh, later on in March, just so you know. This couldn't have been right after the game, man. This had it. Was this no, at the right, post conference? He, he was. Yeah, this is podium. He yeah. at the podium. What? What the hell yeah. did he do? He had. He was running late. He had to jog there. I don't know, but it was. It, yeah, the whole thing was weird. Like, it, it, guys, guys are just a little too like. I was saying, love protect me. I'm my fault. Like, bro, you ain't been playing basketball <laughs> in twenty, thirty minutes, man. What the hell's wrong? Heart rate still hasn't gone down yet. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still in the fat burner zone. <laughs> All right, but but this this was legit though. This is so, so um, Wake Forest, and I, they beat um, Duke. Duke, but you know, not like a huge upset. But it's a, it's ACC, it's rival. You hate Duke, all that stuff. North Carolina, you know that the whole in-state thing, and so this they storm the court at Wake Forest. It, it happens, right? We've seen this before. 
And Kyle uh, Filipowski, who's their, you know, there's the Duke star player this year. He ends up getting hurt because fans run into him, run into his leg, and he has to actually get helped off the floor as it happens, and he was livid after. I felt a bunch of hits on my body. I, this one was the worst of them. Really ridiculous of, of how that situation is handled. Did you feel like any of it was, was on purpose or was it incidental? I mean, if, punch, did you feel I've like already it? heard that there's some videos of getting punched in the back, and so I absolutely feel like it was personal, intentional for sure. You know, Like I said, was, there's, there's no reason where they see a big guy like me trying to work my way up the court and they, they can't just work around me. You know, there's no excuse for that. So he, he had a knee injury and just earlier today they said they're, he, they're not sure if he can practice yet, that he's still a little sore. Uh, he didn't get an MRI on it, so it doesn't feel like it's a it's a serious thing. Yeah. Uh, but still, it's serious enough that, you know. He started with Caitlin Clark. Exactly. The same thing. Now, somebody you running that, out there with their phone, not paying attention, trying to make sure that they go viral, Instagram live, or whatever the hell they're doing. Well, the guy that ran into Filipowski actually like looked like he was yelling something in his direction as well. And so it was like an aggressive, like just onslaught of people. Just a punch right in his face. And he, you know, he got caught up in the wash. And then once he got hurt, I guess everybody running around him, they were just giving him jabs as they were running by him. Now, John Shire, the head coach of Duke, said this all has to stop. I'm more concerned about the, the well-being of our guys. You know, Flip sprains his ankle. When are we going to ban court storming? Like, when are we going to ban that? Like, how many times does a player have to get into something where they get punched or they get pushed or they get taunted right in their face? And it, it's a dangerous thing. You look around the country and Caitlin Clark, something happens. And now Flip, I don't know what his status is going to be. He sprains his ankle. And it's one thing, like when I played, at least it was 10 seconds in the court, you know, you would storm the court. Now it's the buzzer doesn't even go off and they're, they're running on the floor. And this has happened to us a bunch this year. It's part of it. We need to be better. We need to learn from this. That needs to stop. Now here's Seth. You know, it's part of it's part of videos and stuff like that. But well, that's I, what everybody sells now. Know, that yeah, it's become exactly. part of the you know. The, it's I don't want to use the word fun, but that's really the fun of you went to your home, you know, your te- your school's game, and your team won, and let's run on the floor and just people, go nuts. What, what what makes they think make them think they have the right to be on the floor with the players? Like you Man, don't, is, you, don't but, but you don't you don't storm Broadway. But but the, the college the that that's been going on forever in college basketball. Hey, some things you've come seen. How many times have we seen the pictures here. of the whole the sea of students on the court yeah. jumping up and down? Because you know that's what they do. That's gone on well, for the, years. The, the guy the guy from Duke should the, the player from Duke should sue sue Wake Forest for not providing a safe environment for him to exit and play. Well, and I mean that job. that that could that could happen. Seth Greenberg, a good friend that. of ours, was on on Sportsmanlike on the national network this morning, and he talked about it. I think it's important because you want to have you know that special moment for that for that for the student athletes and the, and the student body to share that moment together. Now, I mean, like to me, that it's it's a moment, it's a memorable moment, it's something that these you know students and players and and families and everyone else remember. But if you can't do it safely, you, you've got to eliminate it. So should it be banned? Go 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 storm the quads. Go storm the quads. Go go act a fool outside and just run out of the, the bars. Yeah, run out of the bars like 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 you know when Dallas comes in when they when they get let in they run in like crazy fools to their seats like they ain't got to sign tickets like let them go run out there and, and go tear tear stuff down and stuff out there just like when they storm the football field and it's a good thing it's a lot more space a lot more people but it takes them longer to get down there and you know somebody drop or get hurt like somebody get hurt falling off trying to 
tear the um the goalpost down. Mm-hmm. Like all it takes is one player to punch somebody right in the face. Then what? Well, that's again, like hey, he was, he was coming at me screaming aggressively, and I thought I fear for if I fell for my safety, so I punched him in the face. Right, and then when that student sued the school and trying to sue the player that punched him in the face, then you'll you'll have somebody have to do something about it. You don't you don't belong on the field is the is the easy yep. answer to that. You shouldn't have been in that situation to begin with. Oh, but 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 this school is the tradition of it. They did yeah. it last time. Then what? But that's the I think that's the point I'm trying to get to. There's is no that, signs up say no storm in the court. But but. But that my, I think the point I'm trying to get to is there was a time like look, this happened in in sports for a long time and in Major League Baseball it had to stop. Chris Chambliss famously had to forearm people trying to get to home plate. I mean that's a in 1976 that, that is a famous moment mm-hmm. where he's just trying to get home because it was already a game winning home run, but he couldn't get there because fans were already on the field. Guys were chasing him. People were running into him. He was for uh, Reggie Jackson had to mm-hmm. push, shove people out of the way just to get into the dugout. Yeah. So that yeah. had to stop. Like no more running on the field. No more jumping on the field. Remember, I mean, again, ninety six. I'll never forget. They had all the horses. Right. The NYPD had all the horses around the field in, in the ninth inning because they were just letting this crowd know nobody's running on this field. Yeah. This is not happening. Yeah, right. So there's that. There was. Um, I'm trying to think. There was a couple of other moments in history that have happened. I mean, look at Hank Aaron. Well, and then, everybody ran out there. Hank Aaron. Yeah, right. Well, that's uh, again it's the same type of situation with baseball. It had to stop. It, it, I'm sure it's happened in. What we know it happens in college football. Like we know that happens. We yeah, also ten, know what, that it used that, to Tennessee. Ha- Tennessee to try to try well, to get, tell the school to, to help them pay for the goalposts. Well, they, they lost. took the goalposts down and they threw them into the river. They they carried him out of the stadium and threw him in the river, like that. You know that's, but but how many photos and how many moments have we seen over history that it's always the positive side of it, which is reveling happy students who are celebrating their team's win, and everybody's like, "Wow, how cool is this? What a great moment!" But what you don't see is that the road team was able to get the hell out of there. Like, here's – you remember the, when the Celtics famously left early when the Pistons – when your mm-hmm. Pistons finally beat the them? The Pistons did it to the Bulls. Just hang on. When they left yep. and you saw, like, that's when Kevin McHale, that famous handshake with yep. Isaiah Thomas saying, go, go beat go the Lakers. Yeah. Right. Why did they leave? Why did they leave? Because mm-hmm. they knew a celebration was coming, and they knew, we have to get out of here. We can't be on the floor for this. Because the crowd was going to get onto the like we we had to get out of this environment, so they left. That's why they left the court early. Entertainers shouldn't feel unsafe when they're entertaining the masses. That's right. That's but when are. you know that the crowd is, to, uh, I'll, I'll take you to another famous moment: the Ray Allen shot. Right, the Ray Allen shot in the twenty thirteen finals. That before that shot, there was a timeout. The Spurs looked like they were going to win the championship. They brought the ropes out to put around the court. Yep. Uh, in Miami to keep the crowd, anybody that was Spurs fans, keep everybody off the court so they could set up for the championship, right? Those ropes were there for a reason. It was because security had to hold them up so no one could run through and get onto the floor. That's why they were there. So does college basketball have to incorporate something like this where they just pull, everybody holds up a rope and nobody can get on the court? This and you twice, can't storm too. until the team comes off, then the ropes drop and come out now. Like it's, so it's, fake, it's only has to be something that's – I would not ban it. It's, I would just say you got to have something where you hold the rope up, don't let them on, and then when they get – when the when we, all right, are they off the court? All right, go. 
But 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 who says they need to come on a court? Because it's fun. Because it's fun. Okay. Because it's fun. Okay. Because so it's been part of it's been part of the sport. So, so Why do we time, have to completely take it out? So next time, so next time I go to a concert, I'm just gonna run on the stage because it it's, looks it's fun. Comple- it's completely different. Okay. It's completely different. It's absolutely different. You know this. I'm it is reveling. There. It is fans celebrating something that, that their team did. It is about school spirit. It is okay, something that they spirit, all you do. Can do. You can, you can, you can, you can laugh. I'm letting you joke. off the. Yeah. I'm letting you off the court, Bart. You're already in the locker room. It's you gone. You're listen, gone. You want to be on this court? Uh, become a professional basketball oh, player. Come on, that's not. You deserve how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. It's college. It's big time college basketball. This has happened right. over the course of time. Yep. Just suddenly, I, it's become an issue because Caitlin Clark got ran over, and now Flip gets run over, and everybody's yeah, freaking and, and, out. And they, and they targeted that they're getting him. targeted. And they targeted him too. Exactly. And, and, and so, why he, can't should, we should just he, have he, instead of banning it, just have like okay, now we have to have a rule that when we hear the buzzer, you have to stay behind the rope, and then once the other team is off the court, we'll drop the rope, and then you can go. Should he be subjected to also having people yell in his face? What if he's trying to shake the hands of the opponent that he just lost to a half sportsmanship? And then yeah. these people coming in, our moment where we, we're saying goodbye and thank you, you have, for that. You're going to have like, that chance. With like, my and, rule, you have a chance. With my rule, it, you have that opportunity. In my rule, you just punch the fan in the face if you that want to uh, run up and say something to you. Okay. Your and rule then, doesn't really work had, in real life. Yeah, it does. Because no, guess what? Because when, once that school gets sued and then once I say I was in fear of my life, because the dude was coming up, I didn't know what he had. He was running up there yelling and screaming, and I didn't know if he's about to push me or something, and he got to get his nose fixed, and then they, the school gets sued for $100 million, then I bet you they'll stop it. And then again, you're so you're taking the fun out. When yep. I just have a rule that just the, the fun, it, the fun is the, the fun, fun is, is delayed you, the, for the, the fun is you get to cheer thirty seconds. I mean, how big of a, of a win is Wake Forest over Duke anyway? It was a big win for they, them they, personally. They, it's a right. rivalry it's, thing. Yeah, and but Duke it's not. It's not like they taking down a number one. So they just want to. They just want to run the court, act the ass, just because it ain't even that big of a situation. It is for them. It is for them to. Oh, beat it is Duke. for them. They but play Duke. They play Duke all the time. They yeah, right they down do. the street from them. Not down the street, but down the highway. But yes. So 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 so. Rushing the court is is that like it's not like they won a national championship. They didn't win no. the conference tournament. No. It's just a regular season win. Both of them got losses and they won. Okay, yeah, yeah but for for Wake it was so a, so if Duke would have won. Win for Wake. So if they was in Duke and Duke won, would they, Duke fans would have ran no. the stage? Oh, no. okay. It only works if Wake Forest wins. Gotcha. Because Duke is Duke. They don't have to do that. Is Duke Duke? When has Duke been Duke? Duke is always is Mike Sasecki there. Duke is always Duke, and yes, he but, is. But, but is Mike Sosesky there? Do we, he's not the do head we, coach anymore. Do, are we afraid of Duke? Is Duke like some juggernaut now? Uh, it, again, it's, in college basketball, it's that. So that's you just a big doing, you're just doing it because it's tradition. You want to act an ass, and you want to make it about yourself. You want to jump out there that and, and show, show everybody that I'm on Instagram Live, and I was at, I was at there, and yes. I was running. Let yes. me get some Twitter followers. Yes. And while you're running out there looking through your phone, you're not looking at the people that's in front of you, and that's you how you run into video, people. If you watch the video, that's exactly what it is. It's unbelievable. Everybody got their phone. Look, they're everybody. Their phones. Yes, all of them are holding phones in one hand and looking at it while they're running. So you're right. They're not looking in front of them anymore. And that's probably what the biggest problem is here is that so many of these kids are no longer paying attention to what's happening around them. Right. The girl so ran out Kayla Cargill. She didn't even stand up and see if she was all right. She's no. sitting there hurt and she gets up and runs anyway. She should have yeah. She should have went and drop kicked her right in the back of the head. I would have kicked her right in the head. Because I was like, because you. I still would have kicked her in the back. I would have flopped her right in the back of the head. I would have bad news brown, kicked that girl right in the head, took her phone, broke it, stepped on it, and then told security to take her ass out of here. I'm pressing charges. Yeah. Well, 
still, it's now become a discussion, which is amazing. Like, but I always feel like we go to too many extremes of just ban it. No, don't ban it. Just let's handle it better. Handle it better. That's yes, all. Keep your ass in your seat. It doesn't happen anymore. Boston Garden, watch some of the old championships when the Celtics would win a championship. The floor would be flooded with crazy Bostonians. And if you were a Laker, yeah. man, you did everything you could to get the hell out of there before somebody just started beating you down. Like, you just knew, like, I got to get out of here. That was not good. And the league knew this is not good, and they had to stop it. Beat right? So they had to, what they do is they put, and then, all right, let's put up security, make sure nobody comes on, get the players off, and then everybody go. Just go. Have fun. Tear it up. Have a great time. These people think that their free ticket gives them the, the ability. Did you see the person in Dallas that, that, that called uh, Bart, if Kevin I was that, a bitch? If, Bart, if I was – Did you see that I one? Was, listen to me. If I Durant was, should yes. have smacked yeah, that. I, I would have knocked her beer out. She K, should, I thought I KD she, handled that perfectly. How, how could she even stay in the stance? He, she he should have had been Because he said don't ejected. throw them out. He said don't throw them out. He was right. He handled that perfectly. He instead shook them by addressing it, confronting them, and then saying, you know what, though? I'm not going to have you banned. You just need to know how stupid that was. You think you think they care? They yeah, they did. They, they were think shook. They bought a ticket. They can say that whatever they want. That woman was shook when he talked to her. Should have had, gir- had his girlfriend smack the hell out of her. Teaching moment. All right, anyways. Uh, it's not enough violence in the world. You need to smack the hell out of these people. You these just want to hit everybody right no, now. No, because these people getting out of hand. Yeah, well, they, 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 they so entitled. Who the hell do they think they are? Well, they, don't run, they don't run into a uh, to an orchestra and, and say you suck or well, because scream and tell them. Up. Nobody's fired up at an orchestra. You just it, How she, it, it was pregame shoot around. Wasn't nobody even there. How is she fired up like she's that? She's fired up for a it's, it's a it's a game. It's an NBA game, and there's a superstar, and I just want to get him to notice me. So I'm going to say something crazy. So I'm going to call him a bitch. Yeah, which was dumb, and he called her out for it, which is he handled it like a man. He handled it respectfully as an adult. I Simple wish, as that. You should have Malcolm right. X their ass. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> finish Stone up with the Cold late. Stunner. All right. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. You dropped the bomb on me. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Charlie Wilson, the Gap Band. Dun, dropped on me. So speaking of which, wouldn't it w- w- would the Giants be dropping a bomb on the draft if they went for a quarterback? Here, here's Jordan Renan as we get into now the NBA, uh, the NFL, I should say, combine this week. Uh, here's Renan from SportsCenter, what the Giants could do at the draft. I've been told by multiple sources that the Giants, if the situation presents itself correctly, the Giants would be at least seriously willing to look at the quarterback position. Who that's going to be, we don't know at this point because it's still early in the process, right? You have the combine, you have pro day, you have visits. That's where you really get to speak and learn about the quarterbacks. And I know from speaking to people within the Giants organization, this is an organization that thinks very much that not every quarterback is made for the New York market. You have to have certain characteristics and a certain personality to be able to handle the pressure that comes with being the quarterback in New York. So what happens over the next few weeks, next few months, that will strongly dictate what the Giants do either at the top of the first round or with those two second round picks potentially trading back in to the end of the first round. You see, it's not out of the Jayden question, Dan- man. Jaden Daniels or Drake May if they fall because yeah. you, you know you're going to be addressing the quarterback position next right, year. Right. So, you know, when Daniel Jones, you can get out of his contract. So if somebody falls, you go there, and then you can improve the team with the other second-round draft picks you have, which is pretty high picks as well. You know what I mean? So you can go that way. Um and, you know, the best case scenario is you draft somebody and, you know, um, Danny Dimes gets better and you can trade him at trade that deadline. Well, there's that, yeah, there's that part of it too. First of all, he's got to have a healthy offseason or get himself healthy as he's working his way back now from the knee is just make sure he's right for training camp. But, you know, this is a big draft for Joe Shane, a huge offseason for the Giants as well. So a lot to talk about as we continue. All right, K-Show's coming up next. I'll see you all on the broadcast tonight. Bart, see you later on this week punch him in the face thanks for listening to the barton han show podcast listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 espn